This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, I'm Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to a massive win for Liverpool in the Premier League title race. A 90th minute own goal from Toby Alderweireld sealed a vital 2-1 victory over Tottenham at Anfield, which moved Jurgen Klopp's side back to the top of the table with just six games to play. If you've listened to this podcast before, you should know the drill by now. If not, we'll start by getting the verdict from our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce before hearing every word of Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference. And then we'll hear from a load of Liverpool fans and what they made of another incredible afternoon of drama thanks for joining me and enjoy the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo well liverpool are back on top of the premier league table and they return to the summit in the most dramatic of fashion 2-1 winners against tottenham at anfield and the reds indebted to a 90th minute own goal from toby alderweireld in front of the cop which sparked scenes of absolutely wild celebrations, uh, an, an exhilarating finale, certainly a huge slice of luck attached to it as well. It was uh, a decent ball into the penalty box from Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He picked out Mo Salah at the far post, but in truth, Salah's header should have been dealt with comfortably. As it was, Hugo Lloris made an absolute hash of it, only succeeded in pushing it straight onto the defender in front of him, Alderweireld, and the ball bubbled backwards and over the line. Um... Just moments before that, Tottenham probably should have won the game themselves. Uh, Musa Sissoko bursting through, uh, Virgil van Dijk outnumbered. And uh, I thought it was a brilliant bit of defending from van Dijk. Um, I think he could sense that Sissoko was desperate to tee up uh, Son, who'd uh, only just come off the bench. And uh, he was he didn't want to take the shot on himself, Sissoko, but by refusing to give him the angle for the pass, Van Dijk effectively said to him, well, go on then, you back yourself. And sure enough, Sissoko blazed it high over the bar into the, the Anfield road end. So uh, a big let, let off there. And then a few moments later, down the other end, that dramatic late twist in the tail. And I mean, the, the difference between a draw and a victory in that game is absolutely vast. I think, you know, a draw and you would have had, you know, it would have felt like the title dream was slipping away, to be honest. Liverpool would have been level on points with Manchester City, but having played a game more and with an inferior goal difference, you know, effectively, it had been saying to City, well, look, you know, you can lose one game between now and the end of the season and the title is still yours. Um, I think it would have been a long way back for Liverpool if they hadn't won against Tottenham. But suddenly now the Reds back two points clear uh, at the top, six games to go, and it just piles the pressure back onto... To City, you know, that would be a body blow for them. Um, you know, they'd have been sat there, Pep Guardiola, his staff and his players, you know, seconds away from from what would have been a, a big, big result for for them in terms of swinging the, the pendulum decisively in their direction. Yet, you know, again, we've seen what this Liverpool side, uh, you know, are, are capable of in terms of they just never, ever give in. They never... They never throw in the towel. They keep going and going. And of course, there's a big slice of luck attached to today because, you know, Hugo Lloris has, has added his name to the list of keepers who have done Liverpool a massive favour in this title race. You think of Jordan Pickford in the Merseyside derby. You think of Julian Speroni in that in that tight game against Palace that, you know, was only one goal in that. His mistake proved to be so crucial. So, of course, there's been some luck along the way, but it's it's not a coincidence that Liverpool keep on digging themselves out of holes it's you know it's testament to their powers of recovery how they respond to setbacks and this you know i think 
Klopp has well and truly fashioned this team in his own image. You know, they they fight and they scrap to the absolute bitter end. There's a spirit and a camaraderie that 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 drags them over the line. And yet again, you know, they found a way to win. I mean, you could spend all day picking holes in the performance levels. I thought Liverpool started really sloppily. Then, you know, a great goal out of nothing, really. Andy Robertson, who I gave man of the match to today, whipped in a, a brilliant cross from the left. Um, put it on a plate for Roberto Firmino, who nodded home his 14th goal of the season. That's nine Premier League assists for Andy Robertson now this season. No Liverpool defender in the Premier League era has contributed that many in a season. Um, and I, yeah, I thought he was exceptional again today. And, and briefly, Liverpool threatened to to run away with the game. You know, they did have other chances. Trent Alexander-Arnold went close. He had a, a corner that clipped the post. Mane had a couple of curling efforts that were agonisingly wide. But then Liverpool got really ragged. The passing was poor, and you know, Alisson Becker had one of his least convincing games for the club. You know, that it, kind of that kind of contributed to the nerves and the sense of unease around the stadium. And then. Tottenham, who were very defensive first half, you know, Pochettino played effectively a five-man back line. He changed the shape second half, um, went more attacking. They started to show more ambition. And, you know, you could sense that an equaliser was coming. And, uh, you know, there was a, a few let-offs before uh, Mora finally restored parity. That was Liverpool were caught napping from a, a quick uh, quickly taken free kick from Harry Kane. And I think it was Trippier and, and Eriksen combined to put one on a plate for Mora. And then neither team settled for a point. I think Tottenham with their race for the top four and obviously Liverpool in their title challenge. I think both teams went decided they were just going to go flat out for it. And it got so frenetic and frantic and open. You know, it was so, so stretched. And you know, Tottenham had two big chances to win it. The Suzoko one that we mentioned and Dele Alley also went very, very close. But Liverpool survived those scares. And then, you know, uh, that exhilarating finale... And, uh, you know, those scenes or, or live long in the memory and, you know, the, those wild celebrations just laid bare. What this title race means to all Liverpool supporters, you know, 29 years um, they've waited for this for this big prize that they're chasing. And uh, today was, a you know, a, the message to City was loud and clear that Liverpool aren't going anywhere. You know, I think of the last seven they had left, Tottenham at home on paper was the most difficult. They've now negotiated that one. Um, it's uh, it's you no know, six to go. Of course, it's not in Liverpool's hands, but I still think City will slip up along the way. Liverpool just need to take care of their own business, and of course, they will have to play better than they did today if they're going to win all six, because you, you know you can't keep on riding your luck. But that's made no mistake. That's a huge, huge win today. Um, it keeps the dream well and truly alive, and uh, you know this title race isn't uh, particularly good for for your heart, but. It is one hell of a race and uh, it will continue down at Southampton for Liverpool next Friday night. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I didn't really think about it um, in the moment we conceded the goal, how it will end or whatever. Um, I was not surprised that we conceded a goal because in the second half obviously we were not as good as in the first half we did a, f- a couple of things not the right way Tottenham changed a little bit changed from build up four and from five to four rose a bit higher all that stuff not a big problem usually for us it was today we couldn't really get the grip Harry dropped a little bit more stuff like that Son came and danced all these things that doesn't make life easier much um, first half we could have scored more goals um, 
scored a wonderful goal, could have scored more. There were a lot of good moments. The second half was less the case. Um, so they scored a goal, when, when the super goal actually, when they were quicker in mind than we were. Um, after that, I thought we, 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 we got the game a bit back. It was like we could play again more football. They had counter-attacks then. They played a little bit, if you want, with our situation, not that um, dominant anymore than before. Um, they had the two counter-attacks, I think two, one really big one. If they score in that situation, I, then I would have doubted probably that we win the game still. But um, they didn't because in the end, Wirtz defended it brilliantly the best way you can do it. If you cannot if you cannot win the challenge and give the opponent a, a chance to make a mistake himself and that obviously Sissoko will usually would score probably or at least hit the target as still Alien. Then the we scored the goal. Um Sapis were actually not bad today, but um and for second ball after set pieces is is, a, is quite a tool for us this season. And um Trent brings the ball in and we had, I think, seven players in the box. That's uh, an interesting number because um, two players on the left wing for the cross and seven in the box, there are not a lot of players left for protection. But, yeah, that's a risk and you have to take. Um, yeah, and then, well, of course, was a lucky punch. Um, the, the, the header and then ball rolls in, Alderweireld or whoever. Um, yeah, I told the boys after the game, there are 500 thousand probably different ways to win a football game and, and today it was rather ugly no problem we take that uh, without without a bit of luck you cannot be in the position we are in that's not possible the boys work so hard I think really they deserve a bit of luck again today and um, so I'm obviously very happy about the result I don't would go that far, but if you go through the if you go through the season of other teams, you will find these moments as well. We are not the only team. That's how it is. So we don't have to have to make now a too big thing of it. I know probably you will tomorrow, but it's not too important. We we for for all the points we have now, we worked really hard and. Um, Yes, Everton, if you want, it was of course uh, like a moment, but in the game before that we could have scored in difference in other situations. That's the same like today. So in the end it's not important when you score, it's only important that you know, what is on the score sheet afterwards. And today that's obviously the nearly perfect result for us. That's clear. So yeah, but of course we take we take all of that. Before the game we spoke about it. Um, um, <coughs> momentum is not is not a coincidence. It's um, something you, you take, you keep and you use. And that helped today, obviously. And now, but we know that we in, we play in five days again against Southampton. They are in a really good moment. Uh, they, um, especially since Ralph is in, is really is doing a brilliant job there. It's a tough place to go. They fight for the league, so they will, they will, know, they will give us no presence, 100% not. But not important. We showed again that the boys are ready to fight, and uh, we will be ready again. Again, uh, you mentioned momentum there, but the psychology of the run-in is winning like that almost better than. 100% of course if you went today 5-0 but I didn't see that <laughs> it's possible but if 
course it can lead you on the wrong path that's how it is we are all human beings that's um so we, we we always knew nine months ago we started that mission we started this right and um we wanted to go for the highest stakes in two competitions we do that and um that's what we um and we did it our way if you want um and it's uh, the boys improved so much it feels like we always have to apology um to yeah, apologize a little bit that we football last season and stuff like that because people always want the the 100% package we had to find a way to to win football games much more often than in the past that's what um, so f- until now kind of worked we didn't score lesser less goals than last year i think i don't have no the numbers not in my mind but for sure not a lot so it's all good the boys work hard and if i said it to your colleagues if we would be uh first of the table after the season at the last match day after last match day it would be a championship of will that's how it is because the boys we wanted of course and you saw that it's not only that we we get used to the situation step by step a bit better the whole stadium today it was 1-1 i'm here since three and a half years that was the best performance of the liverpool crowd since i'm in after an equalizer <laughs> so that gave us i didn't i don't know if the boys uh, um, really realized it but it was completely front footed the atmosphere was front footed of course when you can see the counter attack like we did then it's nobody can be um, overly happy about that but uh, they celebrated when they didn't score and then on the other hand side we always had have the chance to 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 score and um, i'm really really happy about uh, the attitude today again that's brilliant any final ones guys Yes, so Sam, and then I'll go to the back, okay? We have to see. I saw. I, I asked him. And we got. I think it was the situation with the counter attack. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It was um, Sissoko hit him there. I don't know if he twisted it or it's a knock. He was walking to the interviews with a big ice pack. I hope it's nothing serious, but I, I don't know yet. Okay. Final question. Oh, oh yes, it was of course really uh, had a proper impact. But it's like it is. We have to. He only had to play 15 minutes against the tired side, so that's how it is. But of course, he was r- brilliant. Um, um, he was one of a lot of really good balls, passed the balls. Um, first half, um, we, we had very good moments, but not, not enough, if you want to to to, be, to have a higher result. Um, but to the boys who started the game did really well, and it's good to to bring if you if you bring us up. They have to make an impact. That's that's the plan, actually. That's why you bring them. And uh, yeah, that was obvious with with um, with Fabinho today. True. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Now you've heard from James Pearce and Jurgen Klopp, it's time to hear what supporters have been saying, starting with members of our Blood Red group on Facebook. Richie Smith said, that's a big win. OK, we didn't play well, but how many times have we won and said we haven't played well? Don't forget, we've improved so much this year and we are still in with a shout of two trophies. Sam Williams said, a gripping game of football. Liverpool the better team first half, Spurs played well second half, but our resilience and will to win was phenomenal. The Robertson block and Van Dijk's decision making to allow Sissoko to shoot on his weak foot were 
but exceptional. Think that moment for Mo could be a catalyst for him. You need your big players to stand up in the big moments, and he did just that by causing the mistake. We keep going, we march on, onto the next one, up the Reds. Philip Smith said, what an important win. Big moments from the defence. Alisson had a slightly nervy start, but settled. Thought Mo looked great, and some cracking passes from Firmino. It wasn't perfect, though, and there were clearly nerves, but what a win. Also, a little aside, so good to see us mixing up our corners. They've been dreadful lately, so that was a welcome sight. Matthew May said, we have become believers. Now let's become winners. Once that first medal comes in, I think we'll win a load more. Jesus Garcia Quinones said, it's time for us all to start to believe. The team does, now it's the supporters' turn. Byron Holt said, very, very lucky. The midfield trio doesn't work. Fabinho is undroppable if he wants to get over the line. Virgil van Dijk, the way he ushered that two-on-one counter was special. Play of the season regardless of the title outcome. Amy Smith said, Bobby, that header though. Although, to be fair, Toby Alderweireld is a massive red. These days, why wouldn't you want to be? Top of the table and six games to go. Back at your Man City. And Finton Fowley, who was in tatters, said, This team's drive and unwavering will to win, I think, is what sets it apart from many of our teams in the Premier League era. They have a real ability to dig deep, keep the nerve and keep battling for the win. It's not always as pretty as it has been in the past, but more often than not, it gets the job done. What a win, what a day. Huge three points in the title race. Roll on Friday in Southampton. This is our year. Right, now I'll hand you over to four of our regular post-game podcast callers, and that's Ross Strachan, Matt Whitty, Owen Thomas and Sam Planch. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. It's Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Tottenham game. Absolutely, absolutely exhausted after that. Somehow we've got away with a 2-1 victory. And we go back top of the Premier League with six games to go. An absolute roller coaster of emotions. I'm absolutely I'm absolutely done in. Absolutely done in. I don't know how we ended up getting that victory in the end. You know, the spawniest, poxiest goal you've ever seen in the 90th minute to give us the three points. I mean, if we hadn't have won that, you can start saying, you know, it's you were clutching at straws if you think we're in the title race. We've gone and won it. When you know, Tottenham in the second half bossed the gate, bossed, bossed the second half, really. Tottenham, they were the much the better side. And before first half, Liverpool played really well. It was a good game. Tottenham, technically, a very good side. But we made the breakthrough. Andy Robbo with an incredible ball, which he always does. And Bobby Firmino, you know, it was on a plate. Couldn't miss, really. 1 0 up. But Tottenham were always a danger. They've always got that danger. They've got that bit of quality, you know, with Ericsson, Kane, Ali and whatnot. And so when we're in the second half, you're thinking just the one nil, they you know, they the goal was coming, but you could feel a goal coming. And, you know, it transpired, they got they got the goal. And after that they had they had a couple of opportunities where they could have put Liverpool out of the game. I think it was um Sissoko, uh, Somehow he's he's two on one. Van Dyke, to be fair, defended the space really well. He's made Sissoko have the shot. He should have hit the target. Should have scored. Liverpool are out of sight. We've lost the game. We're out the title race. But we've hung in there. We've hung in there. Second half, I can't. It's still all a bit of a blur. But I can't remember much chance wise for Liverpool. But they kept plugging away. Kept plugging away, and then all of a sudden, it's just, it's just the ball into the box. Salah's nicked, edited it back, and it's an absolute mess in the middle. The keepers, I don't even know what happened. Keeper, defender, it's trickled over the line. It's absolutely glorious. There's no better way to win a game 
the ninetieth minute. It's you know I'm still I'm I'm still on a bit of a high. I can't quite believe what I've just witnessed. We've got the three points somehow. Somehow we've got the three points. This has got to build the momentum. It's got to build the momentum now. Six games to go. We're keeping pace with City. The season we're having is incredible. And it's it's written, it's there for us. It's within touching distance what we can achieve this season. You start to you start to look at the fixtures and count off the points and who's gonna do that. We've just gotta to get to our next game. Southampton on the Friday. Can't wait for it. Let's beat them. I just let's just keep it going, Reds. Come on, Liverpool, let's do this. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, Reflecting on Liverpool's two one win at Anfield today against Tottenham. Uh, what a massive, massive result that felt like, and uh, another, another moment to remember in this in this brilliant uh, title run that we're that we're having, and uh, we're certainly uh, pushing City all the way. Uh, it was given as a, a Salah goal in the in the stadium, but uh, it did look like a, an Alderweireld old old goal to me. So uh, I'm guessing that 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 will probably be taken taken off him, but. Uh, I haven't seen it back yet, but yeah, it did look like a, an own goal and a complete howler by uh, Lloris, and it it trickled over the line just so slowly. <laughs> and uh, it was similar to the Origi goal in a way when you're kind of expecting that it can't count because it's just so so odd, but uh, but it did, and uh, yeah, it was just a, it was just a brilliant moment, and uh, Anfield erupted, and it was a good uh, good atmosphere today. Um, crowd were definitely up for it, even when. Uh, Game where it got a bit a bit tense and in the second half. I thought in the first half we had a good um, a good sort of middle of that first half, good sort of half an hour in the middle where we caused Tottenham a lot of problems. Um, they're a really difficult side to to pass through and to and to play through. But I thought we got quite a lot of success by uh, uh, with diagonal balls, switching it quickly, and uh, both fullbacks were involved in uh, in, uh, in in um, causing problem a lot. Uh, Tottenham a lot of problems, and uh, it was a fantastic cross by uh, by Robertson who was brilliant all game and uh, he gave the ball to Bobby and he did score so uh, yeah brilliant uh, brilliant uh, middle part of the first half and went slightly off the boil uh, a lot of passes went to started to go astray as I say Tottenham they're, they're really good at cutting out the the passing angles so they, they it's it's not a surprise when you know they're that good at it and they, they work that hard that they turn the ball over a lot but it was uh, they, they they did uh, they did, yeah they, they did frustrate us a bit and then in the uh, in the in, in the second half they certainly um, Tottenham certainly pushed on a lot more uh, Trippier and Rose got a lot higher um, and started to cause us a few more a few more problems I thought they were probably actually they were you know the, their equaliser was coming I thought they were um, they were winning the uh, the battle in the in the middle of the park and. Uh, yeah, and I thought it was uh, it was probably coming that goal for them, and uh, it, it, you, you're wondering whether we've let the chances slip with uh, the, the, that, that three or four chances we uh, we, we didn't convert in the in the uh, in the first half when we were on top, and uh, yeah, and then uh, Fabinho came on just after a pretty poor moment for for Henderson who uh, gave the ball away for a corner trying to dink a little uh, a little ball over the top, and uh, yeah, Fabinho was uh, was really good when he came on as well. He uh, yeah. One headers in the middle, uh, little dink balls over the top, uh, quick passes. Um, yeah, was really, uh, really, really good. Uh, Van Dijk, Robertson were both uh, both very good as they seem to be uh, every week. Likewise, uh, Alexander Arnold on the on the other side, and uh, yeah, 
yeah, just a massive, massive win. I thought uh, Tottenham, even though they were playing pretty well in the second half, they had some of their players had absolute shockers. I thought Trippier was pretty poor. Uh, obviously, Lloris with a mistake at the end, but Eriksson, he's a good player, Eriksson, but he, he was he just didn't look didn't look at the races today. So uh, yeah, absolutely delighted. Uh, back top of the league, a uh, bit more pressure on City, and uh, yeah, top of the league. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Oh my lord, can I handle it? Can I handle this? Some teams they do it the easy way. Manchester City last year, for example. Some teams do it the hard way. The hard way. I don't know. You could think of Manchester United, for example. They often did it the hard way. But Liverpool are doing it the mad way. This is nuts. This is crazy. Two one. I'm overjoyed. I'm overjoyed. I'm over emotional. I'm overly emotional. I need to go in. Have another drink. Calm my nerves. 2-1. How the heck did we do that? I'm, I, I, I've just got no idea. With three minutes to go, I needed the toilets. You'd be delighted to know. And as I was on the way, I was thinking it's 1-1. One, one. Um, you know, we, we, we were going to be level on points with Manchester City. It's probably theirs. You know, it's, it's going to be their league now, probably. You know, bravo, Liverpool. Thinking of all the things I could say. And I did not for one moment expect that Toby Alderweireld, the boyhood Liverpool fan, would achieve one of his boyhood dreams by scoring in the last minute to help Liverpool win their first league in God knows how many years. Well, I know really, 29. Um, but uh, yes, my word, I'm outside the pub now. Um, can't waste too much time because I need to get back in there and I need to sort of take a deep breath, maybe have a brandy. Uh, but that smile of Kenny Dalglish, uh, uh, Sir Kenny Dalglish at the end of the game um, sort of sums it all up, doesn't it? We are top of the league. We're not going anywhere. This is Liverpool's combine harvester being driven by Jürgen, the drunken madman. Liverpool, Liverpool, top of the league. Oh, wow. OK, so we've got Spurs in Anfield. Uh, I thought it's always going to be one of the tougher games that we had left. Uh, City have obviously already strolled to a win of Fulham as expected, so the pressure's on every game. It's, it, we're probably going to have to win every game and it's going to be take uh, each game as it comes early but uh, Spurs was never going to be an easy game you know they are close they have got some good players even though the recent form hasn't been great I still don't think ours has been great really on, on actual form even though our results have been a bit better than theirs I thought we started it started off a bit cagey there was a lot of respect for both sides between both sides um, we, but we certainly had the the best of the game in the first half. Uh, I thought the two full-backs were tremendous. Um, we had some really good moments, some great football where Manny could have had a couple and others as well um, in the first half. And I remember thinking at, at half-time, you know, we could rue the fact that we're only one up here when it could have been two or three. We weren't brilliant, but we were a lot better than them in the first half. Um, and I thought tactically Klopp had it, had it sussed in the first half, but Credit to Spurs and, and the manager. They made changes at half-time and I, I think it done them, you know, a lot of good. Um, I think they were the better team there in the second half. I don't think Liverpool are the same team of last season. We were sort of sitting off a bit. Um, though Alisson didn't have loads of saves to make, he did look a bit nervous at points today. Um, but 
again, I, well, I should have said at the start, really, I, I, question marks over the team selection in terms of what I've said for a couple of years of the three in midfield, none of them are bad players in um, Wijnaldum, Anderson and Milner. But I think three of them, they're just too similar, basically. But Klopp goes to them every big game as his main men, you know. So, fair enough, and he knows a lot more than me. And most of the time it works, but I just think now that they are too similar. Um, you only need one of them, possibly two, max, and definitely not three. And I just can't understand why Fabinho uh, was left out. And obviously I'm not in training all week. There could have been knocks, there could have been all kinds of circumstances. But when he came on, he made the difference. Because Spurs were the better side at that point and he came on. Won a few challenges, won a few second balls, started getting the ball back for us a bit more. Because in the second half, when they switched to putting Vertonghen on the left or or, um, or, uh, or Adam Aldweld as well, you know, they switched one of the centre-halves out to the left-back. They had seemed to have an extra man in midfield and when he come on, we started dictating a bit more again and, and uh, get more of the ball in the final third with, with him starting off moves and winning the ball back. He's got to play every game, I think. Um, he's the main defensive midfielder. And I think he's the only real defined defensive midfielder we've got. The others can play there, but really they're probably a bit more of in-between players. You know, proper centre midfielders and not DMs. And they're not really attacker midfielders, they're sort of in-between. I like to see Henderson, you win Aldham and your Milners. So, yeah, I thought he made an absolute difference. Listen, we didn't play well today, we all know that. Um, I don't think we played well at Fulham last week either. Um, I think they never say die attitude is the massive positive. You know, we keep going, got a lot of will there, and it's things that we've been criticised for in the past when we haven't quite won it, when we haven't quite got it over the line. This year we have got it. I think we have got that, you know, that will to win, that desire. Um... So that's great, even when you know, you're know you not playing your best, you've got that and you can still win. Because um, let's not forget last season, we were blowing teams away 4 5 6 nil, and we ended up winning nothing. So, you know, you've got to keep it tight, you've got to have games more controlled. And I think we have seen a different Liverpool this season. Um, let's hope that that can bring us some success. You know, we're going to go very close, I think... I think um, Leicester won the league with 76-77 points. We've already got more than that. And there's games to go. So all we can do is do the best we can and also try in the Champions League. Um, I think there's improvements to be made, but I think we have got to realise how much this team's come on. And, you know, and, and really enjoy it. I thought the atmosphere was great today. Um, I think every game now is going to be great. And, but none of them are going to be easy. I mean, you know, Southampton are fighting for their lives. They've won a few games recently. You know, then you've got Chelsea and, you know, at some point they're going to bite back or sack the manager and have a reaction or whatever they're going to do. You know, no games are easy and we've just got to take each game as it comes. But I was made up with the finish there because I was starting to think, you know, a point we would have struggled there. But I think we would have struggled to pull it back. But we got the win. You've just got to find ways to get wins and that's what we've done. And I'm absolutely thrilled with it. Um, I'm a little bit exhausted about it all, really, because it's just like it takes a lot out of you. Um, but, you know, the main thing, three points, let's move on to the next game. And we're still in it. It's still all to be won. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.